This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We are live this morning at BC Children's Hospital in support of the Dream Lottery and in particular for the early bird, which, by the way, the deadline for that is tonight, but you know what? I don't think we're going to get to the deadline. From what I understand, what I was just told, there are fewer than 500 tickets or so right around there, I should say, around 500 tickets left for the early bird lottery. And it's no wonder because the prizes are great. If you would like to know more about that, make sure you check it out online. There's lots of information. Uh, just go to bcchildren.com. You can give them a call at 604-692-2333, and we'll keep you updated on how that goes. We're going to tell some stories as well from BC Children's coming up. But right now, though, you may have seen the headlines this week in this latest health story that all of a sudden, maybe red meat isn't so bad for you after all. I know it caught my attention, too, when I saw this headline because it goes against everything that we have heard from public health organizations for, well, years now. So what is it really all about? We wanted to get some help kind of translating uh, these latest health findings. So joining us now is Leslie Young, Global News health reporter. Leslie, thanks for being with us. Thanks so much for having me. Can you help us out with this then? Like what's, I know the headlines are one thing, but what did this study actually say? So the bottom line of this study is they're recommending that you continue eating the amount of processed meat or red meat that you were already eating. And the reason they they came to this conclusion is they say that the evidence to support all these recommendations that you eat less meat is actually pretty weak. So what they're saying, it's they're not saying that meat is good for you, that you should go out and eat a lot more of it. More what they're getting at is we don't know it's bad and we don't know enough to tell people that they shouldn't eat it. Right. That seems to reference then that study from what was that a year ago, two years ago that that raised all those concerns about processed meat? Yeah, well, so as as you mentioned, pretty much every public health body, every organization has recommended now for a long time that people cut back on eating red and processed meats. And they say uh, some of these are linked to cancers. They're linked to cardiovascular problems. you know, fairly serious things. Uh, This is even mentioned in the Canada Food Guide. Like they say, they don't say don't eat meat. They just say consider vegetable proteins instead. So then it must be hard for people. And I know it's hard for people because it seems like every couple of months there's a study out that comes out that contradicts the previous one. Well, that's the whole thing, right? So it, it is confusing and it's, it's confusing for everyone. And part of the reason why this keeps happening is because of the nature of nutrition research. So nutrition research is actually pretty hard to do. Uh, you can't really get like a, a randomized controlled trial to look at how many vegetables we should eat because it's really hard to control everything a person eats. There are a lot of factors that go into it. Uh, you might, you, you know, you can't lock somebody in a lab and monitor everything they eat for years and see if they get cancer or not. So what they have to do instead is take these large groups of people and ask them every so often what they ate and follow them over time. So this gives researchers clues, you know, about right. uh, about what some of the effects might be. But it also means that there could be other things that factor into it. You know, if somebody exercises, uh, 
how rich they are, where they live, you know, all, all these kinds of things. Right. So they can, uh, they can control for some of these things, and they do, uh, but it's a little tricky. So what it means is that the medical evidence maybe isn't as good as it might be in like a drug trial. And that's why, you know, this particular study is, is saying, well, it's not that great. Is there a middle ground somewhere, Leslie, where people can go, oh, okay, like, I don't need to eat this every day, but I'm just going to play it safe. So maybe, what, is there like two or three times a week that they can say safely that this is okay? Well, it's a little hard to say. And, you know, I, I don't want to tell people exactly how much they should and shouldn't eat myself. Right. Um, but the nutrition experts I spoke to all kind of say that it's better right now to keep relying on those guidelines. So things like the Canada Food Guide, because science changes all the time. So there will be contradictory studies that come out every so often. But a lot of these recommendations are based on years and years of evidence. So they say, you know, maybe take a look at that, see, see what things like that say. And if you have a lot of questions, maybe ask an expert like a dietitian. That's usually the way to go. Leslie, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thanks very much. That's Leslie Young, our Global News health reporter, helping us out with that headline that you saw. Oh, that all of a sudden red meat is good and don't listen to those other studies. It's always good to actually thoroughly read the story. I think a lot of times we see the headline and it goes by and we read the first line of the story, but actually getting into the detail as Leslie just did for us is super helpful in trying to figure out what they are actually saying.